Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely blessed day today. I know some cold weather coming in, but still is a wonderful day here in this beautiful country. And be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com if you guys need anything at all. The product of the week. The EyeSight formula on sale right now for over 12% off on the website at healthmasters.com, the EyeSight formula, and also, too, the seven days of Christmas. I send the emails out on that every single day. The product for today is B12. Type in the coupon code 7DAYS, the number 7DAYS, get you 10% off, sublingual B12. Incredibly good formula. I've told everybody before. This formula, in my opinion, from what I've seen from blood work from numerous customers and including myself, will raise your levels much safely, much easier, and much more effectively than trying to go on injectable cyanide cobalamin B12. You know, a lot of doctors will prescribe injectable B12 whenever somebody is deficient in B12 in their blood levels. The problem with it is 99% of injectable B12 is cyanide cobalamin. If you guys ever looked that up. And so what happens is you still have to convert it into methylcobalamin, which the problem with that is in most cases, people lose anywhere from 60 to 70% of the B12 in the conversion through the liver to convert it into methylcobalamin if they have the proper enzymes in order to convert it. Some people cannot actually properly convert cyanide cobalamin, and it can become liver toxic. That is why we put together the sublingual B12 in the oral formula, dissolves under your tongue, you chew it up finally and swallow it, and I've seen blood levels go through the roof with this product. And it's much easier to take an injection, I have to say, as well, and much healthier for you, in my opinion. So be sure to check it out. Seven days coupon code for product – or excuse me, for the seven days of Christmas sale going on right now. Also, too, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, be very aware if you're up in the northern states, which I'm sure most people already are, or you're planning on traveling, there's a big – big snowstorm that's starting to come through uh looks like south dakota montana and it's moving south right now they're saying in some parts of montana they're already pushing into the negative 40 to 50 degrees with the wind chill factor that is really really cold guys so be careful of that if you're traveling right now um my opinion i mean i don't i wouldn't travel in that type of weather but again everybody has to make their decisions where they're going but i would say this if you are going to travel right now Pretty much expect delays and cancellations with the snowstorms that are coming in from up north and plan and prep and pack accordingly to being stuck wherever you are for uh, at least a couple days. That's just my opinion on that. I have a good friend of mine that's flying out today, um, my workout partner, to go see family up in Ohio. And uh, it's not something I would go personally get involved in with right now, but that's what he wants to go do. And so I told him, make sure you got enough stuff to last in the next week because there's a high probability your flights are not going to be going when you want them to go out. Just thought I'd mention that. So, again, be aware of that and uh, prep accordingly. <laughs> also, too, in other news, this is something that I thought was – it was. I had to almost make a joke of it last night. A bunch of people sent me the links to the absolute – insult of the United States of American population and the full-blown collusion, lies, manipulation, and money laundering that we are literally witnessing right here in the United States on the congressional floor. Um, the little dweeb that likes to dress up in women's tights and high heels, Zelensky, the current president of Ukraine, pitiful man that he is, flew all the way to the United States 
to get a full-blown front address to the entire U.S. Congress last night while he got to tell everyone that once he got more Patriot missile systems, he was going to ask for more Patriot missile systems and that everybody needs to support Ukraine because, well, it's your duty as an American to support Ukraine. Um, This was probably one of the biggest insults I've ever seen in my lifetime to have a president from another country that we're not even allies with. that's not even a NATO country actually get to address the United States of American Congress from the congressional chambers and essentially demand that he gets more money when they just passed $45 billion in the new spending bill on top of the $66 billion that they've already given that country. And to add insult to injury, I looked up an article last night, and I have to say that I was wrong on my numbers yesterday. I normally try to do a lot of research. And I made a mistake yesterday. I told you yesterday that I thought the average U.S. Border Patrol and Customs budget for that department, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, which includes the Border Patrol and so forth, was around $50 billion per year is what their budget was. I stand corrected. As of the end of last year, during the last spending expenditures, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection budget was slashed $428 million for the fiscal year of 2022. It billion was the budget for this year for the entire United States Customs and Border Protection budget, $14.7 billion, $14.8 billion. So we have already given over to Ukraine over almost five times what the U.S. is budgeted for the entire U.S. Border Protection Agency. Almost five years of our budget for U.S. Border Control has already been spent to Ukraine. My friends, Ukraine's smaller than the state of Texas, but yet we're dumping cash hand over fist. Do you remember when Donald Trump was president in that whole era and the Democrats – said that they were going to basically go in and do a uh, do a um, oh, what they call it, where they go in and they basically try to stop the spending bill because he was going to spend five billion dollars increase on the border wall. You remember that theater? They said they were going to block the entire bill. They refused to spend filibuster. The, um, filibuster. That's what they refused to spend five billion dollars on the border wall, and they were not going to allow the U.S. taxpayers to have to fork that bill because it was not okay. They were going to filibuster the five billion dollars for the wall that he requested. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. I remember the giant theater show on every single CNN news outlet, how they talked about how the American populace should not be saddled with additional debt to build a wall that we didn't need at the southern border. And $5 billion was never going to get approved, and they were going to keep filibustering it. I do. I remember very clearly, and everybody kind of thought, well, this is the first time Democrats don't want to spend money. (laughs) But yet we have them in the congressional chambers last night with – Complete and total disregard for the American population with inflation at an all-time high right now to the point that they're agreeing now to spend over $101 billion in the last year alone now, essentially in one-year time span, to give to Ukraine. This – if you didn't think this was the biggest money laundering scheme ever in recorded U.S. history – I think everybody got a real eyeful last night in realizing that's exactly what they're doing and demanding more Patriot missiles like he did last night, sarcastically saying, well, when I get more, when I get the ones that aren't even here yet, 
I'm going to get more, and I want more, and I want more. For Just to give everybody a heads up, Raytheon is the company that makes the Patriot Missile Systems. They are basically a big system, a giant box, so to speak, weapon platform on the back of a truck. The, bat, the Patriot battery system, as far as the whole system together, is right at a billion dollars from Raytheon for one system. $400 million for the system, about $600 million, $690 million for the missiles that are in battery. They have a long-range system of a radar system of 93 miles, and they are approved by the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, since 2015. A billion dollars per battery system that we are sending them now so they can dump Patriot missiles over into Russia and take out basically uh, planes and take out drones and so forth. And yet, oh, we just just keep giving them more money, giving them more money. This is complete and total sham. It was embarrassment last night. It was embarrassment to our country. It was an insult to every American right now that's continually trying to work to pay bills or starting new companies or starting new endeavors and trying to become successful and do things while we're handing money over hand over fist. A tenth of a billion dollars in one year now we've approved to a country smaller than the state of Texas that we are not even allies with, that is not even a part of NATO. If you don't think this is the biggest money laundering scheme and this country has been hijacked by the bankers, by the Pharisees (laughs) that run the money tables, that were an abomination to Jesus, that he made them throw them out of the temple, those same guys, yeah, they're the same ones that are running the show right now, and they are literally spitting in the face of the United States populace right now, giving this man and this country this much money so they can wash it and cycle it back to themselves. I can't even come up with much more of an insult than to bring a president of a country we're not even allied with into congressional chambers to address Congress to demand he get more money. I don't even know what to say last night, Dad, and I guess the theater proved its point. They showed everyone that the United States is no longer the United States. I mean, that was the point last night. We're pretty much watching well, we, the downfall of the U.S. <laughs> well, the U.S. has already fallen. I mean, the whole yeah. thing now is run by you know oligarchies and, and international banks and State Street and Vanguard and BlackRock. I mean, Coca-Cola now, which I don't drink, by the way, and I don't endorse, which is also owned by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. They're saying that they're going to have massive, massive price increases now because of the quote-unquote shortages of materials, which is another lie. And uh, what they're doing is they're jacking up the price for all the people that are hooked on sodas. I mean I know people lost them that are so, so addicted to diet sodas that they would basically uh, you know, get into a giant fist fight if they couldn't get their diet sodas every day because they're so addicted to aspartame. Because remember, methanol is, a pain, is, is pain thinner. And, and paint thinner, if you start drinking it, you basically get addicted to it like any other form of alcohol. And they get super addicted to these drugs that are – and these alcohol products that are in these aspartame diet soda products that they get they, – they'll do anything. They'll pay anything for a diet soda. You know, we have a friend of ours who was a pastor. He's, he's retired now at a church locally, and I talked to him for years and years and years. I even sent him the article that I had written called Aspartame, a Chronicle of Crime, and I discussed in detail with him to make a difference. I mean, he was just absolutely addicted to the product. And so, and the other people that are also addicted to Cokes with the sodas and the high fructose corn syrup and all the other stuff that's in there, they're going to continue to buy the product, which is going to massively increase the product, the prices, and increase the profits of State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. I mean, it's, just, it's the same thing. They always do this. We talked about inelastic demand curves yesterday and what they do. And, and this is just the people out there that run the planet. And like you said, it's the Pharisees and the bankers and the synagogue of Satan. I talked about it in the book of Revelation. For any of you who did not listen to yesterday's show, it was about as politically incorrect as it's ever going to get, so you need to listen to that one. Awesome went into detail in the book of John about children of the devil and who they are, 
And it's the same group. It's always the same people, guys, that have done all of this stuff, all the way to the ancient Canaanite religions, all the way back to Noah and the flood, all the way after the flood, all the time. This is that group, the Nephilim bloodline, you could call them. And so we went into detail with that yesterday on the show. So listen to that show. It's really going to tie a lot of things together for you if you haven't heard it before. Also, I want to cover a verse with you this morning, and I've talked about this before, and I was praying about it this morning. It's a really good verse, and, and basically it's, it's out of the book of Corinthians. It's 1 Corinthians 2.8, and I'm going to tie this together now with the current events. Unlike the pastor in most churches, I'm going to tie this together with current events and what it means and what people are doing right now in order to obfuscate the truth and how the pastors are ignoring the truth of what's happening. So let's stay – just buckle your seatbelts on this one. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, starting with verse 7. Know we speak of the mysteries and the hidden wisdom of God, which he destined for our glory before time began. And let me explain to you what that means. That means that God had a plan in place from the very beginning, before time began, of what he was going to do because he's omnipresent. He knew what he was going to do from the very beginning as far as to reconcile human beings back to God through Christ. He understood that. He did it. Now, the God of this age, Lucifer, you know, the, the God of the Old Testament, the Baal, the Moloch, the Asherah, the God with a little G that required the sacrifice of humans to have the nourishment that it needed because it's been separated from God, which we've talked about that many times. He's not omnipresent. He didn't understand this from the beginning. This is Lucifer who was kicked out of heaven, basically the song minister in, in heaven who basically tried to do a coup d'etat against God and take over the universe, which is kind of stupid. You got the creator of the universe and you're trying to overthrow him. I mean – how are you possibly going to do that? Because through Christ, all things are held together. You try to overthrow God, you're going to destroy everything anyhow. But then again, he doesn't really care. He comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy to invert everything that God created because he hates God that much. So he's like the story of the frog and the scorpion that we've talked to you about before on the show. You get a frog basically standing at a riverbank, and a scorpion walks up and says, you know, can you let me have a ride to the other side of the river? And the frog says, absolutely not. You're a scorpion. You sting frogs. I don't want you to be around me. And he says, but, you know, if I sting you, I'm going to drown and you're going to drown. We're both going to die. And so the frog thinks with his little frog brain, well, OK, I, what I'll do is I'll let you have a ride one time. And so he, scorpion jumps on his back. He jumps in the river and they get in the middle of the river. Scorpion stings the frog. Well, the frog can't believe what just happened. All right. He cannot believe that he's dying. And but scorpion's dying, too. And he, he looks at the scorpion with his last breath and he goes, why have you done this? I'm going to die, but so are you. And the scorpion says, because I'm a scorpion it's what i do i sting frogs and this is what lucifer is he's a scorpion he comes to rob kill steal and destroy even if it means destroying the planet destroying himself destroying everything he's going to do what he wants to do because he wants to invert everything god made he hates human beings that much because we were created in god's image and so it's like a giant battle that's been going on in the heavenlies and these other dimensions for eons of time we need to understand what we have going on but it says right here that God, I'm reading it again, now I'm giving you background with the frog and the scorpion. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. Know we speak of the mysteries and the hidden wisdom of God, which he destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age, it also calls princes of this age, or the God of this age, understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Son of Glory. Rather, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, what he's, what he's saying here is much deeper than he says. And I'm going I'm to kind of read it in from a physics standpoint. None of the rulers of this age and these other dimensions who basically were controlling the people here on this planet, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Romans and Pilate and all the rest of them who crucified the Son of Glory, they didn't understand what they were doing because they were going to crucify 
a human being who was going to become an omnipresent God after he was resurrected, which would allow him through the shedding of his blood, through the creation of a scalar wave Tesla step up transformer to change us and renew us through his blood for all eternity to become an eternal sacrifice for us and change everything because of the love, which is the depth and the width and the breadth of God's love for us. He was willing to do this and go to a cross for us. They didn't understand what he was doing because they're not on the present. And they, what he did, he set up salvation for us for all of eternity because he did this. So what it's saying here, none of the rulers of his age understood it, what he was doing. They didn't understand. They're not on the present. They couldn't understand what he was doing. For if they had, they would never have crucified the Son of Glory or the Lord of Glory. And that's the whole point that most Christians aren't making here with this. God is omnipresent. You know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead <laughs> resides in you right now, my friend, if you're saved, if you accepted Christ. And we have the authority and the power as Christians to basically be all things to all men so some may be saved and to realize that we can do all things through Christ. we got to get that. We have to understand what it means to be a Christian. You know, I've, I've talked to so many secular people in, in my life, and so many of them are caught up in alcohol or caught up in drugs or caught up in pornography or, or caught up in, you know, in amoral lifestyles and, and basically trying to continue to fill that void on the inside that could only come through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And the sad part about that is, is that these people can never find the peace that passes all understanding if you keep their hearts and minds in Christ. They're always trying to find something else to do that and something else to fill it. Or they're involved in all these you know, weird stories and they get involved with like Harry Potter stuff and they get involved with the witchcraft and they go into Dungeons and Dragons and they try to find another type of reality, which is an alternate reality for what they live in because they don't understand the power they would have if they became a Christian. That's the irony of all of this, that people don't understand that. You don't need alcohol. You don't need drugs. You don't need any of that stuff in order to be blessed and be walking by the Holy Spirit and to have the ability to see things the way God wants you to see it. it. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't help. You can't use an outside source other than the Holy Spirit and God to fulfill a God-shaped vacuum on the inside. It simply doesn't work. And then you have people to get out there and they start doing things they shouldn't ought to be doing. They get caught up in certain lifestyle patterns, and it just never, ever works out for them correctly unless they turn back to the Most High God to Jesus, and they realize the power they have. But that's what that verse means to me. It means that, that these entities that run these other dimensions that basically are controlling these leaders on this planet had no idea. See, when they killed Jesus, when they crucified him, they thought they had won. They thought they had victory. They had killed the Son of God. Basically, they knew who he was. They knew he was the great I am. He already told them that. I also read that to you yesterday. They knew who he was, part of the triune Godhead, and they thought they had finally had victory. And suddenly... He decided he wouldn't be dead anymore. God resurrected him. And all of a sudden, it was like, what the heck just happened? Can you imagine the look on their faces when they saw Jesus come out of that tomb and how they're like, whoa, what would we just do? Let's do a, let's do a, let's do a replay. Let's, let's try to fix that. We, we shouldn't have done that. And now they're doing CERN with that Haldron Collider. And many people believe they're trying to set up a portal to go back into time to change that and never crucify Christ. They're not going to do that. God's not going to allow that. But the reality is this, is they're desperate because they don't know what to do because they cannot turn off the transmitter from an omnipresent being. They can't do that, which is basically the shedding of his blood. And so we have such victory in Christ that we have the ability. But this, 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 this God of this age, he's trying everything he can to basically turn us into, yes, I guess you could say, a, a Borg collective. And he, he's coming in and he's setting up infrastructure all over the place. And there's a really good article from Harbinger Daily, and it says – 
I'm going to post all this. It says the infrastructure of the Antichrist living in the age of surveillance, because we live in an age of surveillance, cameras attached to facial recognition systems, satellite street sensors, license plate readers, drones, credit cards, computers, phones, televisions, smart devices, and other technologies. Watch every move we make. Corporations use this avalanche of data to make money because they're constantly watching your facial expressions off your camera if you don't have it covered up on your phone and your iPad because they want to see what triggers you, what causes your eye your pupils to dilate what you think is exciting. And then they start sending you all this other stuff, trying to sell you ads and sell you product. That's what they do. Not, so we need to understand, you know, this kind of stuff is happening all over the place. But I want to talk to you guys about, you know, about Samsung and a lot of other people that are out there. A few years ago, Samsung admitted that a smart TV listens to all kinds of things. Please be aware, Samsung warned, that if your spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party through your use of voice recognition. So your TV is spying on you? What if you got a TV in your bedroom? What if you're, well, you know, with your husband and your wife, are they watching all that too? Samsung openly warns us to be careful what we say in the vicinity of their smart TVs. They record conversations and send them to Samsung computers. And their user agreements allow them to sell the data contained in those conversations, no matter how private to third parties. The good news is that you can turn off the voice commands on the TV. The bad news is that you have to take their word for the fact that Samsung microphones and cameras are really off. Well, how about let's look, let's look at Alexa. If Alexa is any indicator, they, don't, they, they say they don't make money with it. Okay, But such Alexa devices as Alexa's were originally built to make money and to serve customers. Sadly, the companies that built them were unknowingly adding to the infrastructure of the Antichrist. And, you know, and guys, when you look at this, you start to realize that when you really see this for what it is, you start to understand how unbelievably messed up this is that Alexis is listening to every single thing. Alexis is more than an assistant. It's also a massive data vacuum, vacuum cleaner, so to speak. It sucks up information about you at unprecedented levels. By default, the microphones on Alexa devices are always on. They're required to be on so that Alexis can know when you're addressing it and then follow your instructions. Emma says that Alexis only listens to keywords that wake up the device. But that's something else we just have to take their word for it. Did. So, I mean, all of these things that are being set up this way are all being tied into the integrated system using a D-Wave computer with AI. And, and then you start looking at all these other people. And they come out and they start talking about, well, we need to have a one-world government. We need to have a one-world religion. We need to have one-world everything. And you say, well, wait a minute. I, I don't want to have all that stuff. Well, there's another article that came out through planetary intelligence. And these articles, they permeate through the culture, and then people start quoting them. And this is being released at the same time that this Avatar 2 movie has come out, which, by the way, is not done nearly as well as Disney thought it would do. But this article says, to solve our global problems, we need to evolve into a global collective, like a Borg collective, like a hive mind. This would be tying us into a D-wave computer using brain implants or basically injecting you with a vaccine that could contain self-assembling nanobots. How about that? Taking inspiration from the DNA and ants and our own basically success, we all need to become part of a collective. goes on to say, try to imagine the future and what it will be like. A technocratic dream, a chaotic dystopia. You can find endless conflicting models of where we are headed, but they all start with the same premise. As long as humans are around, tomorrow's Earth will be shaped by us, more than 8 billion people burning and building and calculating and producing and discarding and otherwise engaging with our planet. Enabled by ever-increasing scientific knowledge and technological capacity, we have transformed the land, the air, and the water of our planet. And what it's saying here, we need to become part of the Gaia system, and we have to become part of the Earth. And it goes on to say the origin of life was planetary-scale phenomenon for standardized sharing of information. What? 
They come in with this whole mess and they start talking about the roots of collective intelligence stretched back to the earliest stages of life on Earth and complex webs. And what they're saying basically is they want us to be part of being trans, a transition to a globally integrated technological intelligence, which is AI, which is going to be Lucifer doing his best again at becoming omnipresent. You know, he really got he got he really messed up when he crucified Christ. And he knows that. And he, he wants it back the way it was in Genesis chapter 6 when it says that every thought of every man was evil all of the time. You can read it for yourself, Genesis chapter 6. He wants it back that way where he's tying everybody into a hive mind so he can control their thoughts. So instead of talking to one individual, which is all he can do, you know, he's got his demons and his minions running around doing all kinds of other stuff. He can only attack one person at a time. He wants to have the ability to hop basically on the internet, <laughs> for lack of a better vernacular, or to this hive mind system to an AI D-wave computer and talk to the entire planet at the same time who have been connected to brain implants or through chips and basically make their thoughts with their mind all the time. So he can always talk about war and adultery and sex and perversion and all the things he wants to do to disable the mind because he wants to separate us from God. That's the most important thing we need to realize, that God has allowed us to be connected to him through the blood of the Lamb, through a blood covenant. And if we will simply allow ourselves to continually stay with Christ and do what Christ wants us to do, we can overcome any of this stuff. That's why you know, we did the show yesterday. The same group that crucified Christ is the same group that runs the money system now. The same group that, runs, that crucified Christ is the same group that took down Building 7 and did 9-11. It's the same group that caused the Vietnam War. It's the same group that caused the Civil War in the United States. It's the same group that caused the Industrial Revolution. It's the same group that did all of this stuff, and it's the same group that funds and finances all of these different people like George Soros and Bill Gates and all these different cutouts that are being used by all these manufacturers and these global conglomerates to cover up the fact that the same people People own all of it, and now they're being kind of blatant about it with their doggone the facts as far as you know State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard, and what they're able to do with all that. And they're letting you know who they are. They're taking the how should I say? They're taking the gloves off so much. We're about to go to bare knuckle fight, and that's what they're doing. They're letting us know that they're going to control us no matter what we do, as long as they can get Jesus <laughs> and the Holy Spirit and God Almighty out of the race, out of the fight. That's the goal here. That's why they're doing everything to blind the hearts of the unbelievers so they cannot believe and know the truth. That's why they use Hollywood. That's why I read to you a couple of years ago about how they wanted to destroy Jesus in Hollywood, how they wanted to completely destroy the relationship that we have with the one true God, with the great I am. They don't want us to have that relationship. And I don't know, and for the life of me, I can't understand why pastors in the pulpit can't preach what I'm preaching to you right now. This is what's going on. It's about creating a global intelligence and basically taking over everything that we have on this planet right now through an AI system to allow these entities to become omnipresent again, as they were in Genesis chapter 6. But suddenly, you know, no one wants to talk about that anymore. And, and I, want to, I want to talk about one other thing real quick. I'll get back over to Austin. You know, you know, there was a NFL legend. I mean, this guy's amazing as far as a player back in the 70s, Franco Harris. You know, just earlier this year. He got on national TV and was promoting and pushing the COVID shots, pushing, 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 pushing how black Americans need to get the COVID shot. And if you're a black American or you're a Hispanic American or you're a white American or an Asian American right now and you're listening to the show and you refuse to take this clot shot, I commend you. I think you're absolutely amazing that you've stood your ground against all of this mess. I really do. But suddenly he died. Sudden death of Franco Harris. He is now dead. Wow. NFL Steelers 
legend and Hall of Fame star running back Franco Harris died suddenly and unexpectedly today, just days before he was to be honored by the Pittsburgh Steelers and have his jersey number retired. News broke early this morning. The Steelers' Franco Harris had passed away just days before the anniversary of, the, of his immaculate reception. The legend was set to be recognized and have his jersey number officially retired at the game on Sunday, Saturday. As of this ride, the cause of death has not been determined. This is a blow for everyone in the Steelers' nation. Harris was a giant of the 70s dynasty and a fan favorite well past his retirement. He is synonymous with the team's success, including four Super Bowls spanned over that decade. He leaves behind his wife, Dana. Now, you know, here's the thing. Whether he died from the COVID vaccine, whether he died of a blood clot, whether he died of a stroke, whether he died of anything, and whether it's even related to the COVID vaccine. It seems strange to me that so many of these people that are the spokesperson for this new world order, the pushing of this vaccine, end up dying. I mean, even Colin Powell was sitting here and he ends up getting the COVID vaccine. He was a good friend of mine back in the 90s. I used to talk to Colin all the time. And he basically says, uh, you know, I cannot believe that I've got COVID and you know, I'm being hospitalized because I've had the vaccine. Well, they want to get Colin Powell off the, off the charts, too. They want to get him all out because whenever they allow a person, this is my opinion, whenever they allow a person to get to a point where they have massive notoriety. I mean, I told Colin Powell, I told him back in the 90s, I want him to run for president of the United States. This is when Clinton was in office. And I said I would back him in the state of Florida. I would basically you know, be his state precinct or whatever you want to call it, you know, person here as far as the chair. And I told him that I would help back him. I'd help, I would help do what I could as far as financing, which would be a little bit. But I would be out there as a spokesperson for him, and I would help him be president. And we had a discussion with this, me and Colin Powell, because I really wanted him to be president of the United States. And he told me his wife, Alma, did not want him to run for president because she was afraid that he would be assassinated as the first black president. And I told him, I said, we need you as a president. I said, I don't care what color you are. Who cares? I said, well, you're a brilliant guy. I'm mean, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I really like you. And he's really a nice guy. I mean, he's really a, he's a great guy. But the reality is he had too big of a name. He ends up dying. You know, and then Schwarzkopf ended up coming down with Alzheimer's and senile dementia. He's gone. So he couldn't run for politics. You know, Colin Powell's gone now. They don't want to give people a name and have tremendous notoriety and then allow them to come in and be influential on the Internet. They'd rather have somebody like Austin's talked about so many times on TikTok who basically knows how to swallow Listerine capsules or whatever stupid they do and basically have five million views while they gasp and pain while they're you know, throwing up. They acknowledge, oh, I got five million views of me throwing up. Well, what kind of sick stuff is that? It's a bunch of weirdos. They, they don't mind people like that getting notoriety. But if you're a real person with real notoriety, you've really got something to say and you've got a brain that works, they don't want you out there talking because they don't want you building up a huge following because they saw what happened with people like Kanye West. They already know what he can do. They saw what happened with all these other people they've discredited. They saw what happened with Michael Jackson. Why don't you read some of the stuff and some of the lyrics and some of the videos and some of the songs that he was doing too. He was waking up. You've got to take him out now. That's why so many of these high-level Hollywood stars, when they stop being – part of their team and start waking up and start telling the truth, suddenly they have an accident. Suddenly they're in a car accident. Suddenly they die. Suddenly they die in a bathtub full of water, kind of like Whitney Houston did. All these crazy things happen to these people, and most of them die pretty doggone young after they start waking up because they can't have them out there telling the truth. That's why pastor, listen to me. If you're a pastor listening to this show today, you know, you're in a leadership role. I talked about this in depth this week already. You've got a different level of accountability and the best people in your church that you're ministering to and that you're talking to and you're preaching to. You have to have the ability to have enough chutzpah, if you want to use that term, and enough power from the Holy Spirit to get in that pulpit on Sunday morning and realize that you're not going to make everybody happy. You've got to be willing to tell the people the truth 
so they'll be set free and they'll know what's going on. So we as a Christian collective, if you want to call it that, are able to come in now and say, no, we're not going to allow this. We talked about the algorithm-based data systems they use. If we, the Christians of the United States, stand against this now, stand firm against this stuff, we can change everything. But we've got to tell people the truth. Prayed for you guys this morning. I love you guys. I really, really appreciate you. And again, I prayed this morning for peace for you for the holidays. Holidays are tough for a lot of people. They really are. I mean, we're having an interesting time now with the passing of Sharon last summer. And it's just a, it's just a weird dynamic when someone that you love so much is lost to basically to, and leaves. It's hard for us to conceive the fact that they're not gone that they're just in another dimension and they're just still alive, they're still alive running around doing things. But we've got to understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that means including getting through the holidays and realize that God's got your back. He always has. He always will. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Oh, you're absolutely right. I couldn't help but chuckle about what next TikTok influencer can swallow the most Listerine capsules. I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh on that one because uh, the, the sad part about it is you're right. I still remember what it was a couple of years ago. It was what they call it. It was, it was the, tide, the Tide Pod Challenge. Kids were actually – these were like not kids, I should say. Like grown adults were eating and chewing up Tide Pods, like Tide, the stuff you put in your washing machine to wash your clothes. And it, it boggles my mind the level of – moronic behavior that has ensued now the younger generation because social media has so gripped the hearts and minds of a lot of these younger children through the psychological operations that we've now witnessed that have been pushed by these groups between China and the banking cartel and Zuckerberg and all these heavy hitters that were had been involved as the I guess the the focal points, the faces of these companies, which by the way, majority of these companies were founded, funded, and built with CIA money. It's the same thing that happened with Facebook. You can look at the research on that. The CIA is the one who actually funded Mark Zuckerberg and worked with him in building the platform the same way the CIA works with Samsung and Sony and all these companies to make sure they can spy on you in your house, through your phone, through your TV. The TV, I don't watch much TV. Uh, most of those TVs you can put a t- piece of tape on if you have a, a, a newer TV. A lot of the old ones don't have it. One of the things that I've always told everybody to do now, especially on your phones, is you always cover up your selfie camera. The phones are the easiest, most effective way to watch and monitor the population because a large percentage of the population has social media that they use, even if it's just for business or marketing. And what they do is they have, when you set up the app, you give them permission. Now you can turn off your microphone and camera. I've told you that before all the time. That's an absolute must to do that all the time on the social media platforms. But to take it a step further, because I don't trust that they're doing anything at all legitimate, <laughs> always, always, always make sure after you turn them off, you keep a piece of tape over the selfie camera. I said all the time, if you need to take a selfie with family or friends or Christmas, take the piece of tape off. Take some photos, put the piece of tape back on. You can just use scotch tape if you want. Right on here on your desk. You don't have to use any fancy tape. A little tiny piece of scotch tape the size of, you know, you know, a, a eighth of a dime, so to speak. And if you use scotch tape on, there's still no facial anything. It's just a blur. If you ever look at it, you can flip the camera around on your selfie camera and look it up, and you'll see it's just like an opaque blur. You can see absolutely nothing. And the reason why is because that that nailed it. I've talked to you guys about this guy. I've seen this, and I've talked to people that have been involved in the algorithm platforms. The most effective thing they can do to do predictive programming on you and predict what you're going to do next through social media is not only following what you look at and what you like. That's the easy way to do it. That's the easiest platform. But the most effective tool 
is facial recognition. They look at your eyebrows. They look at your posture and they look at your pupil dilation. They look at how long you stare at a certain pose. They look at your response. Do you laugh? Do you look mad? Are you happy? Are you crying? All those things go into your file when they build a database on you and they slowly build it and build it and build it and build it. And so they can pretty much predict any single thing they need to do to show you on social media. TikTok has been very, very bad about this as far well good on the sense of they're using it to utilize their data profile has been very effective, bad on the sense as far as privacy and actually having everything you do monitored. That's why they have made TikTok such a massive platform. And they constantly go, oh, China, China did this with TikTok and they run this with TikTok. Guys, the same people that run Facebook are the same people that run TikTok are the same people that run the banks are the same people that run Chinese banks, the same people that own BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. Please, they're all the same. Now, do I think China's a good country? Absolutely not when it comes to the Communist Party. I think there's a lot of really good people over there that have been trapped in that Communist Party. But the same people behind the scenes are running the show all across the board. It's not anything one country's this or one country's that. They're all running the same show. They're all interlocked. Now, China, I think personally, you have some of the upper administration of the Communist Party. They want to be poised as being the next superpower of the world, and that's what I think they're getting set up to do. I think China has made sure they've been good little – you know, as far as the, comp- the government, the Chinese government has made sure they've been good little New World Order slaves and making sure that they control the opposition in their country, and I think they're showing what they want to do next. And That's why I think China is going to be that big superpower platform as the head of the New World Order, and as sad as it is, the United States – could easily resist any and all invading tyranny. We have the people, we have the manpower, we have the weaponry, we have the smarts, we have the knowledge, we have the aggression. The problem with it is the brainwashing has been so entrenched in the population now. It really has. You talk to a lot of people nowadays and they don't really even know anything that's going on. They're just in general, they they just they just continue to go along with their day. They don't want to have any conflict. They don't want to say anything that offends anybody and they just pretend that nothing's happening. Normalcy bias is one of the absolutely worst things that can happen to you in a time that you need to defend your family, your friends, your country, or your moral values, or your moral values and your biblical beliefs. Normalcy bias makes you continually sit there and think everything's okay, it'll get better, 14 days to flatten the curve and all this will be okay. And then what happens is in 14 days – when it doesn't flatten because they continue to lie to you about the numbers that they're manipulating and they'd say, well, it's another month now to continually stay locked down, your normalcy bias goes, okay, we got through the two weeks. We can deal with this again for another four weeks. This is for our good. They're doing this for our protection. I've got to stay strong and I've got to get through this. And your normalcy bias will justify it in your head. And you'll sit there and go, okay, I'll get through this. And then another month goes through, and then bobblehead Fauci goes on television and goes, sorry, guys, the lockdown still didn't work. The 14 days to flatten the curve that turned into 30 days to flatten the curve is now turning into two months to slow the spread now. This is all for your safety and for your good. Just stand by. Hold tight. We'll get through this together. The normalcy bias kicks in again, and this is why it is so important that you're grounded in your beliefs and what you stand for because it's very difficult to have normalcy bias completely overtake you and entrench inside of you if you're really grounded in your beliefs. Because if you know what the First Amendment says, if you know what the Second Amendment says, you know what the Bill of Rights says, if you know what the Constitution was ingrained in, if you know that we are all designed to be free men in this country, if you know that we are all designed to be free by our Creator, God Almighty, if you know that our strength comes from Jesus, if you know that our beliefs and our morals and our ethics are heavily grounded and we are not going to comply with tyranny and we're not going to comply with nonsense, 
Well, when you start hearing that stuff, all of a sudden you go, no, no, that this this 30 days to slow the spread. This sounds like BS to me. I'm going to call that right now. This is not okay. Something else is going on. And we did that. So I remember everybody at first, nobody really knew what to do. The propaganda they were feeding us through China was so obscure. People falling over dead, keeling over dead. And the news media talking about, oh, somebody caught this, somebody caught that. And we're halting flights. Everybody goes, okay. Well, then all of a sudden we started meeting people and talking to people and knowing people and personally, you know, catching COVID. And all of a sudden it was like, all right, I feel like I got the flu. I hammered the vitamin C, the D3, the zinc, and I bounced back after four or five days and I've recovered. Okay, so what are we being told here about this? And this is, again, what continually has happened. Now we're seeing this over and over and over again on mother, other levels with the continual lies and gaslighting. The, the FBI – and this, this, this just almost cracks me up now. The FBI has issued a brass response now to the Twitter files. These are emails, if you guys have seen now, that Twitter has released blatantly talking about the FBI and showing the FBI sending emails to the Twitter accounts and Twitter backdoor and saying these accounts need to be deleted. These accounts need to be censored. These accounts need to be deplatformed. They responded with an email refusing to address the actual claims and emails alleged in the reporting, and the bureau guided and cultivated company employees to censor everything. The bureau claimed the authentic emails released by Elon Musk shows nothing more than normal day-to-day operations of the agency, and the release of the correspondence were simply conspiracy theories propagating misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. The FBI did not specify in its response who was referred to as conspiracy theories, nor did it provide an explanation of what materials were misinformation, nor did it talk about or rebuttal the fact that they had direct emails telling Twitter to delete any and all accounts that they didn't like. No, none of that at all. The correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional and longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements. It's literally what they said when they came out right now. Well, I guess they're really not lying, are they? Oh, no, they're actually not. They're blatantly telling everybody what the FBI does. They're directly involved hand and foot with the mainstream media and social media platforms to censor any and all opposition that questions a narrative that the all-powerful deep state continues to push. Oh, well, the FBI did just tell us what they're doing, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Even though they're sitting there not addressing anything that happened, it's because they have nothing to address. They know exactly what they do. They know exactly what they did. They know exactly what they're continually ongoing doing, and they're not going to stop. That is why it is so important to continually get the truth out there, to get shows like our show out there and the Hagman Report and the truth and even forwarding our articles that we put on the website. It is crucial on an ongoing basis we continue to do that. Also, too, in other news, this is something that was interesting, as uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has now ruled that the Biden administration cannot enforce COVID vaccine mandates even on federal contractors now. Now, remember, the Supreme Court already ruled and struck this down and said that you can't mandate people to get a shot in the private sector through OSHA, completely illegal. But then they said pretty much the military contractors in the military, that's up to you guys. 
Well, now that Congress is pushing the military shot as far as removing the military shot mandate, now the Fifth Circuit Court has ruled that you can't force the shot on federal contractors, which they never had the legal bounds to do so either. They could just sit there and say, we're going to hold your funds until you get the shot. That's the best they could do with it. They can't force you to get the shot. Doesn't it come to a halt now, a giant, big, flat, red flag flying in the air to everybody that – Everything they did in 2021 was grossly illegal, telling everybody you had to get the shot if you wanted to work, had to get the shot if you want to stay in the military, had to get the shot if you wanted to be a contractor. All these were non-compromises. You had to get the shot in order to do this. But all of that now has been deemed illegal by every single court, every single judge that has had it handed in front of them. So my question is, does anybody get an apology? Did anybody get an apology or, hey, sorry we did this to you. Sorry we ruined your life. Sorry we told you you had to get an RNA gene therapy shot injected into you if you wanted to live in society. Uh, yeah, sorry about doing that to you. No, no, not at all. They still continue pushing the shot. They are now stating that the new updated bivalent flu shot and COVID shot is in the works from Pfizer now. They want to have an RNA bivalent COVID and flu shot that they want to start injecting into everybody starting next year now. Oh, yeah, this isn't going to stop. The Pfizer subsidies that they're getting to the U.S. government with the hundreds of billions of dollars they've made now through this, this isn't going to quit. So, again, what's the next option? Wake everybody up and tell everybody not to get this crap. This is complete and total garbage. This is toxic RNA gene therapy they're injecting into people. Continue to talk about it. I don't care if it is popular. I don't care if it's offensive. It does not matter at all to me anymore. People have a right to know. And the vast majority of people do now know. That's why you've seen the vaccine uptick as far as the injections drop to the floor this last one. I mean, they can't give the stuff away. Nobody wants it in most cases, except for the small moronic population that's going to essentially inject themselves until they're dead. You have that percentage of the population that will continue to do it. It don't matter if it's the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the tenth booster shot. They'll be on their deathbed, sick as a dog, dying from the shot. And they'll say, well, good thing is I got the shot so I don't die from COVID, even though I'm dying from whatever other sick disease I have from continuing to get the shot. They, they won't get it. And so, again, with those kind of people, there's nothing you can really say to them. But the people that are questioning it, the people that really do need to hear the truth, talk about it and get it out there because there's no question. They're going to keep pushing this nonsense over and over and over and over and over again. Philadelphia, if you guys saw this now, Philadelphia, the school district of Philadelphia has now announced that students and staff will be required to wear masks for the first two weeks of school following the winter break from January 3rd to January 13th. Mandatory policy for all student and staff in the Philadelphia School District, K through 12. I'm not joking. They're back to two weeks to slow the spread. Everybody has to wear a face diaper in order to go to school in Philadelphia now. They're doing this also in L.A. They're saying all indoor areas are now requiring masks again in L.A. They're not going to stop this psychological operation until people finally just start walking into school and everybody says, no, my child's not wearing a mask. No, the teacher's not wearing a mask. We're done wearing a mask. We're over this complete and total insane 
psyop that you guys are continually trying to push on everybody by trying to force your will and dominate everyone by telling them they have to wear a diaper everywhere. Look at the side effects we have seen from the last three years now with children in speech therapy, with children in social problems, with children in suicide, with children in pharmaceutical drug upticks now with Xanax and other antidepressants from teenagers to young children, single digits. All because they were told literally they were not worthy to breathe fresh air. You have to wear a mask and a muzzle on your face like a dog if you go into school to the point where teachers in certain states were duct taping masks on children's faces. And that was supposed to be some type of normalcy that was being pushed in the school now. You're forced to wear your mask at all times or you're not allowed to be in my class This is a complete and total perversion of mankind, and they did it on purpose, and they're continually trying to do it. And the longer people still sit back and just go, oh, we'll we'll just get through it. Just wear your mask and get through it like some of the idiots told me back in the day in 2020. Just get through it all. Stop being so so aggressive. Just wear your mask and get through it. I'm like, why? I'm completely healthy. If I'm – absolutely sick and I can't get out of bed yet I have to go to the store for something I'm not going to wear a face diaper on my face I'm going to wear an A50 double can respirator for the protection of everyone else if I have to go out in public which I actually did one time as a joke with one of my friends we walked in the Publix with both of us had A50s on and Kevlar helmets on and he had night vision on And but that is besides the point it was a joke but yet people actually took it seriously they're like man I need to see where I can get some of those masks from. I, you know, this mask I'm wearing probably doesn't work. I need to wear those. And I'm sitting there just shaking my head. If you actually are concerned about this, a little blue plastic paper mask over your face isn't going to stop anything. Use your own research. Make your own decision and stand up for you, believe, my friends, and stop allowing children to be muzzled like dogs. They're not animals. They're young children. They deserve to breathe fresh air just like every other American in this country. What do you think, Deb? I remember when you and Chase did that. You walked in with those double respirators on with a face yeah. shield, you know, <laughs> with a Kevlar helmet, with a dog on, night vision goggles on top. And I remember people were so excited to see you guys walk into public like that. They were asking you where they could get this stuff so they could walk around like that. And, I mean, they it was, like you said, it was meant to be a joke to, just as a parody as to what people were doing, how ridiculous it was. And there were people out there that actually thought it was serious. and They thought you were actually doing a great thing for everybody. And that, that just, that's mind-boggling to me. I mean, it really is that people are that inept. I mean, I told you guys years ago, you know, when all this thing with the mask was going on, that there was a group of people that they said you had to walk around on your knees or slide around or crawl on your belly in order not to catch COVID while you're wearing the mask. There have been some people that would have done that. They would have been crawling around on their knees or walking on all fours. They would have done whatever they were told to do. And that's when I really started giving up on the general population of people in the United States and globally that they were willing to do stupid stuff like that. They completely lost their freedom and they allowed themselves just to be put into a situation where they could do you know, nothing that the state they could they had to do everything the state wanted to do and they couldn't think for themselves. They no longer had the ability to have freedom of thought. By the way, the United Nations is now preparing for their one world government. The Rothschilds set up the League of Nations. The Rothschilds set up the United Nations. This is all towards an international economic order. This is reaffirmed the United Nations need to for power to continue working towards a new international economic order based on the principles of equity, sovereign equality, interdependence, common interest, cooperation, and solidarity among all states. It passed from passed for 123 to 50. And you start looking at all this stuff, you start realizing that the United Nations is exerting all of this crazy stuff over us. And, and, and it's not okay. You know, all of this represents 
is another drastic turn to the world of authoritarianism. It's what they tried to do with Karl Marx and tried to do with Stalin and Lenin that failed. They're trying to eliminate the business cycle. And it talks about our ECM model of the United Nations. Next turning point comes up in March the 28th to 29th of 2023. This is leading into the chaos between now and then in which they're trying to completely do a one-world government through the United Nations, which has always been the goal of the Rothschild banking cartel or the people who crucified Christ, like we talked about yesterday. It's the same group. It's always the same people. They've been the ones doing this for decades and decades and eons of time. As long as you understand that, it, it makes more sense seeing it that way. By the way, the court has basically uh, dismissed now the lawsuit against Dr. Gold, one of America's frontline doctors. I'm going to post that article and let you read through that. I, I don't care for this lady, but that's my own personal opinion. Uh, by the way, Dr. Fauci is now claiming COVID and infectious diseases are related to climate. And this is, again, one of these statistical anomalies they can do as far as proving this. And what this means is this. It's called seasonal affective disorder. You start having cloudy skies, and you basically have a lack of vitamin D3. And sure enough, people get sick with the flu more because when climate gets cloudy and overcast, they can't produce the D3. So he's twisting this now, trying to dig himself out of the ditch that he's put himself in, which he's never going to dig himself out of that ditch with any of us. By the way, Twitter files part seven. The FBI now paid Twitter more than $3 million to do its dirty work, which is kind of – what we all expected, and we need to understand that all of this stuff is tied together with who's running the planet. By the way, Kerry Lake trial now reveals that 42.5% of randomly examined ballots were improper, according to the Republican government candidate Kerry Lake's legal team. 42.5% of examined ballots in Maricopa County for the 2022 governor's race were illegitimate. Lake's trial began on Wednesday, where she's attempting to prove that the wide-scale fraud took place in Maricopa County on Election Day. Again, same people running all of this stuff, all of it. A lot of it through secret societies, a lot of it through Masonic lodges, a lot of it through secret you know, groups of people that work together at night. The Bible says don't be involved with any of that stuff. Let your yay be yay, your nay be nay. Let what you do be shouted from the housetops, from the rooftops, and let everything be seen in the bright light so people know what you're doing. Always remember that. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ. And remember, we can do all things through Christ. And again, Keep your head up, guys. Keep your shoulders back. Stand strong. You're a child of the Most High God, and we'll get through these holidays together. A lot of you are going to be rejoicing through the holidays. A lot of you guys are going to be sad. It doesn't make any difference. God's still on the throne. I still love you. God still loves you, and we appreciate all of you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Amen. That's absolutely correct. And we continually appreciate the support. I had multiple customers come in yesterday, new customers I had never met before and listeners. And they came in and got some products and met with us. And they happened to catch me and dad at one point when we were in there and I was running around at one point. And uh, I always encourage people to come by, stop by the office. You know, I always, I love meeting customers everybody me and ted are busy a lot we're always running around i'm always doing stuff as far as you know another vehicle marketing company that i started years ago too so i'm always doing stuff in that sector and uh but i still love being here and meeting customers and working at the office and just talking to everybody so again i encourage you if you're ever down here in central florida feel free to stop by and say hi i mean i'm usually here a lot a lot more than dad is <laughs> people turn my oh i want to see dad i'm like oh he's not here right now because remember we do shows two separate locations he does a show over his place i do one here at the office we're not together in the same studio a lot of people don't realize that. And so well, we are going to actually start working on that. I've asked some people if they've wanted to have us do visuals as far as actually set up a studio. It's going to be a lot more work and a lot more money for us to be in the same studio with visuals every single day. But I've gotten a lot of requests for it. 
still waiting to see if I get any more requests of trying to put it off. I know a lot of people like that, though, so I guess we're probably going to be setting it up here soon, along with setting up and updating a brand new website for you. It's going to be really cool. Like I told you, we're going to be setting up auto ship. Also going to be setting up all types of different specials and sectors on there with points and rewards and different sectors on the website. They're going to be really easy to use, really just one, two touch orders, uh, really cool stuff. So I'm really excited about that. So be sure to keep an eye out at the beginning of the year for the new updated website and give me feedback on it when we roll it out. And also, too, if you guys need anything, the B12, seven days of Christmas, put in the coupon code box, the number seven. D-A-Y-S, get you 10% off the B12, along with the EyeSight formula. It's on product of the week right now, updated, 12% off for product of the week. Be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com. Continue to appreciate all the support that everyone's given us in the emails and the Christmas cards. Thank you so much. I have gotten so many Christmas cards from our listeners and customers. Lan and I were going through them the other day, and uh, I almost started crying. I'll be honest with you. It was just the stuff you guys have sent us. Just I thank you for the support. When we go through all this at the end of this year, I know like Dad said, a lot of people go through different stuff. But all the Christmas cards we've getting, it's it's great. And it's really cool, too, to see some of the names that I see come across the order bank and emails and then see Christmas cards and photos of the family. I'll be honest with you. That's really cool to me to put a name with a face. And uh, it's cool. I, I love that. So thank you for the Christmas cards. Thank you for everything you guys continue to send us and getting the truth out there. That's one of the biggest things you can do is supporting Health Masters by getting the show out there, forwarding the show, forwarding articles, continuing to work with our cause to help as many people out come to the truth and come to the light and what's going on. So thank you again. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Call us if you need anything, 1-800-726-1834. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 